Castle Dracula, home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks, the Counts of Dracula. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a sleep through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth. The latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compadre, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And we are carrying on spooky season. Uh, for those of you that listen to our other shows on the network, you'll know we kicked off our spooky season this year with a look at Dracula and Told last week. So we're going to carry on the vampire theme and dive into something that I think is probably long overdue. Uh, it's yeah. time for us to look back at Count Dracula. Yeah, now this, I remember we talked about this when we first, 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 first started doing this show, fucking what, four years ago, wherever it was, five years ago mm. now. Um, and this was, this one's been on the list for a long time. And we've sort of held it back and held it back. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. Um, Me either. But I mean, I remember as a kid, I absolutely loved this um, mm. because I think this was probably my first introduction to vegetarianism. Um, I think it is for most of us. It's certainly why I eat broccoli, and broccoli, yeah. incidentally, is my favourite vegetable. Um, yeah. Yes, I, I wouldn't eat it were it not for Kentucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I don't know whether um, I don't know whether as I'd grown older, I would have eaten it anyway. But certainly, this was my this was the way my parents kind of forced it into my diet. Was that well, Kentucky yeah. eats broccoli, so why don't you? Yeah, I um, mean, if, but by that extent, it worked a, a lot better for broccoli than fucking Banana Man did for bananas, didn't it? I think. This, so. Yeah, this is true. Um, but I already ate bananas, so it was fine. Um, but yeah, so I, mean, I remember loving this as a kid and then going back to it this week, um, not watched as much as I would like, just because life. Um, yeah. But what I have watched, I've thoroughly enjoyed and for reasons I didn't remember. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's very different tonally to what I was expecting. Now, it's it's exactly the same tonally as I was expecting. And I, I have a very odd relationship with this show. I think I, I, I come to it from a very weird place. Um, I'm probably on my own with this because I know this show is like super, super, super beloved by everybody. And I don't dislike it by any means. I've got a lot of love for Dekla, but I also don't quite get it. And I oh, thought and I thought maybe in rewatching it, I might pick up on stuff that I didn't get as a kid, um, and I certainly have, but I'm still left, um, we'll talk about it as we go through, obviously, but not to bury the leader, I'm still left not quite getting it, and, and I don't know why, it must be me, well, I, I do know why, and, and I do know it, it's me, clearly, Um but yeah, I, I don't dislike it by any stretch, and I've enjoyed what I've watched. Now I've done, I've not done as much uh, as I would like either, um, just because with you know with all the stuff we do for Halloween, there's a lot of prep that goes in as well. So I've spent quite a lot of time this last week prepping our episode for next week and and the artwork that goes with it. But I've still watched a good five or six of these, um, which is not as much as I normally do for any of our other shows either. But um, that felt like enough, if I'm honest, as well for me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's one of the things I think, you know, when I say I don't quite get it, that's one of the things for me is the length of these episodes for what the show is. Yeah, they're very long, aren't they? They're like, they they're are, like they're 22, 22 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Which 
I think if this was a more narrative-driven show, hmm. I would be fine. But because it's gag-led, I sort of feel like 22 minutes is like they're really, really scratching around for story by the end of the episode. <laughs> they do, especially when you consider a lot of the gags are repeated. A lot of the gags. Now, it is extremely funny. It's yes. it's very smart, very well written. Um, you know, I I laughed my box off with everyone. I mean, there's been at least one belly laugh in every episode yeah. that I've watched. It's very, very funny. Um, you know, as you would expect from the, the team behind Danger Mouse. You know, it's, it's Cosgrove Hall. It's David Jason. Like, so, so you would expect it to be funny. Yeah. Um, but I think whereas in Danger Mouse, you know, there was there was a set structure that could be followed because it was essentially a secret agent show and there was evil to be thwarted every week. And yes, it went to some. I don't think we've ever actually done Danger Mouse on this show. Have we? Yeah, we done did it on, on who wins. wins. Yeah. I remember talking then about how it, it takes some really random turns in an episode you know at times it felt like everybody on the writing staff at danger mouse was on fucking drugs to be honest probably it was um yeah but you know that that kind of worked it still had a through line whereas with this it just it feels like a collection of skits of gags that are are loosely hung together on a theme um and i found that grating for 20 odd minutes at a pop like i could i can only watch one at a time you know, um, whereas coming off the back of Gargoyles, where I just basically just took the whole thing in one go. I was just like, give it all to me. Give it all to me now. Um, it, you know, this was this was a bit of a come down, I suppose, as well. So maybe it hasn't been helped. Gargoyles has got a lot to answer for, as I talked about last week as well. Everything that's coming after it for the next month or so. Yeah. Has got to be a difficult sell. Big fucking shoes to fill. Um, but look, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on this. I know this is a show that a lot of people love, and like I say, I don't dislike it by any stretch of the imagination. And I and I have very fond memories of it. It had a big cultural impact, and it had a big impact on my childhood. Like I say, I'm not joking. I eat broccoli because Duckler eats broccoli, <laughs> um, and I and I, and I feel like it, it's partly that I've. I've always kind of given this show a pass because I want to like it and I I want it to be for me what it is for everybody else. And so I think I, I do kind of tend to look past a lot of the issues that I have with it. But that does mean it feels like hard work. And it did for me as a child as well. Um, it was never a cartoon that I could be excited to watch. But yet it was one that I watched every week. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, mean, I um, I had a slightly different relationship with this. I I really enjoyed it as a kid. I haven't rewatched it since. I've not watched. Um, I mean, until we start doing um, watching and and research for for these episodes, I don't tend to rewatch. I don't have a lot. No, I don't have a massive amount of time, and I I I just don't have them available a lot of the time. So, um, incidentally, if you if people are wanting to go back to it, there is a, a an actual proper YouTube channel. Um, yes, where they all are. So if you if you want to see them, go go there. They are on that, and at least people are getting paid for that. Um, but yes, I mean, I, I've not gone back to these. And I, ca- I came back to it, I think it was Sunday. Um, similar to you, I did balk at the length a little bit. Um, mm. Take that how you will. Um, but so I, 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 I put one on, I put one on and it, it was a collection of three episodes. And that, that was like an hour. I'm thinking, fuck, that's, that's going to be a long hour. Mm. Um, but I got away with that. So I, I did that. I got through it and that was OK. And then um, last night's recording Tuesday, so Monday night, number one has gymnastics for an hour. So I said, like, right, okay, fine, I'll take my iPad, I'll sit in the car because we're not allowed in anymore. We can't go sit in the, in the coffee shop anymore. We've got to sit and wait outside or go away. So I sat in the car with my iPad and I was watching it. And it was a very funny episode. I laughed a lot. It was it was as slapstick and as surreal and as stupid as you'd expect. But I got to the end of that one. I thought, right, there's another 40 minutes of this this video on YouTube. Do I want to sit through another two of them? 
I've, no, I've still got 40 minutes. And the answer was, a it wasn't a resounding no, but it was very much like, that was a slog. Yeah. And it, yeah. Some, some episodes are better than others as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, Definitely. They do seem to improve as they go through. I mean, I watched the, uh, the first two or three, and I picked a couple of random from later seasons, and they did seem to be a little bit slicker. Uh, yeah, I did the same thing. Um, I, I tried to watch a selection. I also have um, a collection of these episodes on DVD as well. It's not a, a Duckler DVD. It's um, it's one of the cult kids range, uh, which has a lot of the Thames TV shows. A couple yeah. of episodes from each one all slung together on a DVD. So I've had some, you know, that's a good way to watch them that have been pre-selected for me as a kind of best yeah. of, if you like, rather than me having to go into YouTube and go, oh, well, I like the title of that one, or I should definitely watch the pilot. And yeah so on and so forth not that there actually is a pilot by the way no there's not the, um, the pilot is, is the opening narration that's it that's all you ever get yeah which you know i'm i'm a big fan of anyway you know i've, I've mentioned that in the show before you know i love an opening narration where we get all of our exposition up front and stuff and, yeah and it's, it's quite interesting actually because the whole bit where you, you know where they talk where you've got barry clayton talking through the uh, sort of the law of it all and then you know the bit with the eagles in blood i get it if when i'm with my parents house me, me and my brother will still do that Mm. Somebody asked for something, because you, I get it, and off yeah. we go because it's yeah. just something that we grew up with and we've been doing for the last thirty fucking years. Yeah, yeah, it's funny you should say it because I do the same thing. Like, and it's not just I'll get it, but yeah, I, I do. I'll get it. Like, if the door goes, like, yeah, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. I cannot say I'll get it without going, oh, you'll get it. I, I can't do it. Uh, and then, but it, it's not just that. It's also you know even you're just talking about the show. Hmm. There, there is a call and repeat response immediately where if somebody says Dacula, I immediately go count Dacula. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it's this show has definitely ingrained itself. You know yeah. whether whether it was one that that really spoke to me and I loved it or not. Like there is definitely that about it. It has definitely ingrained itself. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. But a big part of it for me, I think, is that like you get that opening and it does so much to build atmosphere. Yeah. And. You know, even then, the opening kind of few seconds of an episode as well, they are really dark. They are like ridiculously dark. Yeah. Um, it, it's well, I mean, very you've got Barry Clayton doing the um, sort of Vincent Price voice as well. Um, yeah. That really I, comes off really well. It, it really does. Um, and then, you know, obviously, it's it's aimed, I mean, you can't say it's aimed at a younger audience. There is some adult humor in here. Yeah. It is more of a family show, but obviously, it has to it has to pitch towards the CITV crowd. So it was never going to be like this horror show. Yeah. But then I, I feel like that, like, as soon as we're out of the opening, the show is something else. It's almost like we drop all of that and it becomes this silly knockabout gag fest. Yeah. Whereas perhaps it could have sort of lent a little bit heavier into maybe the Scooby-Doo of it all and just be because that that is definitely there in the opening and it's yeah. definitely there in the end and like this is this is probably saying more about me as a kid but those end credits for some reason terrified me yeah. with all the, the, like the skeletons and the, the clips from old movies and stuff like that I was really frightened of those end credits um so it was it had that about it but just the stuff in the middle I feel like they could have struck more balance between the kind of yeah, the spookiness of it all, Ben. Yeah, and, that's uh, that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, I mean, talking about the the tone that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I I remembered the the Barry Clayton opens, you know, the closing, mm. good night, good night, there, wherever you are, sort of thing. But then when you get into it, it feels more like a Munsters, yes, or a, or an Adams Family where they're playing for laughs, and it just so happens to be that he's a vampire, and that that's really irrelevant. Yeah, and, it doesn't and, and, really matter a whole lot. Whereas the way it's sold is, you know, he's the latest in a long line of vampires. They're all vicious killing machines. All the other vampires you meet are all fucking sadistic and vicious and all the rest of it. And then he's the odd one out. But they never play on that. 
No, and that's that's the bit that's missing for me. I, it was definitely missing as a child, but I didn't realize what it was then. Mm. I just knew that there was something because remember, like for all I've said, the end credits scared me, as I've spoken about at length on this show. I was that weird kid. All right, I was your Wednesday Adams. I loved monster mm. movies. I loved horror. I loved all of it. So this was playing right into my ballpark, mm. um, and and so I think the fact then that it wasn't actually about the fact that he's a, a vegetarian vampire duck and that's the real that's the real crime of this is that's such yeah. a great concept yeah it's such a good hook isn't it i mean and yeah. you look at stuff that's come since and not in in the, so the, the cartoon genre or the, the kid genre but you look at some some of the vampire stuff that's come since there's you no know, the whole tortured brooding don't eat people no mm. all, all this sort of stuff that no that really stems from things like this and uh, quackula um yeah. from the you know from the, from yeah, the yeah. 70s um and yeah it just doesn't really go anywhere and it, you could you yep. could the the thing i think with this is that whereas igor is very well placed um mm-hmm. as a as an evil sidekick yeah almost as a sort of bit of a, a bit of a stooge a bit of a minion um nanny and ducker are completely out of place totally and, and then everybody else yeah they could be in anything so where you've got gaston and pierre became victor and hugo yes so that's that straight away you've got the four ravens the the, the brothers i can't remember what they were called um, but again, they don't feel like they belong in anything monstrous. They should be in something like a Victor and Hugo, which is no more crime based. Mm. And you and, can and transplant again, most of these characters out somewhere else. Yeah, you've got, and again, then you've got Von Gooswing, who again, yeah. like, yes, he's a bit silly, but you can see how he also fits in with with Eagle. Um, and and yeah, you're right. Like Decker and Nanny feel like they belong in a different show. Now, that's that's not that's not necessarily a criticism. I don't want to be hard on it because. It is what it is. Hmm. And actually, you know, I, I think particularly Nanny is is the great triumph of this show. Like she has all the best lines. She has yeah. all the, like she has all the best moments and she's really well played. Like whereas Dacula, I actually find, especially now as an adult, I find him quite grating, if I'm honest. Yes. Um, you know, Ego is very dry, so he has a lot to do as well. But most of the time I said there were numerous belly laughs throughout. Most of them came from from Nanny and her yeah. kind of sort of bodged word play and not quite understanding what's going on. And just the, the constant running gag of her not understanding what a door is is incredibly yeah. funny like it's it's stupid I mean, but it's incredibly you the, funny you watch the pilot and she she cra- she knocks and she crashes through the wall yeah and they make a joke where they say oh no why don't you use the door and you know straight away she's going to go and bash through the door yeah but it doesn't stop it being funny when she does no and there is there is some great comedy timing and that pilot episode actually has got what i think is the funniest moment that i've watched so far and i'll, I'll come on to that when we, when we no doubt talk about the writing as well um but yeah it's it's a real shame that they got as far as sort of blowing this character up out of danger mouse for like yeah he was a vampire duck and like yeah all right we've seen that in ducktales as well like there's nothing or we've seen similar she's i mean magic is more of a witch but that same kind of sort of thing you've seen in ducktales as well but to, to blow that up then and to take it to the next level of like, well, actually, he's not that Duckula, though. He's another in a line of Ducklers and this one's a vegetarian. And then and then to take that even further of like, why is he a vegetarian? Oh, because Nanny picked up ketchup instead of blood, you know, and, and all of the thought has gone into it. And, and it's the central concept of the show. And it's never used yeah. <laughs> like other than, other than ego every week trying to get him to do something evil, which, again, yeah. is, is really just lip service because every week it'll be a line off ego of like, ah, yes, well, maybe if we go to this country, then he'll meet so and so and they'll yeah. teach him to be evil. And that's I mean, it. I, I like there's no in, actual plot. No, I mean, Igor, in, this, you know? in the second episode, I think it is um, before they go to meet Don Diego in Spain. Um, no, it's it's winter, it's raining, it's cold and they want to go somewhere warm because obviously vampires like the sun. Um 
Oh, we'll get onto that, believe me. Yeah. Um, so you get that, but straight away, um, Igor gives him a drink, and very clearly it's dark red. He drinks it, mm. has a bit of a you know, spastic episode, or whatever the correct term is now. But he starts it's definitely not spastic, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean he you know, he he starts shaking and, and sort of um and convulsing and sort of bouncing around the room and making silly noises and all the rest of it. Um and it's very clear that he's given him blood instead of carrot juice and he's called it on. But even if there was some sort of reason for that, other than just look, you're a vampire duck, you're supposed to be drinking blood. If it's case, look, if he if we give him blood, he's going to turn, or you know, he will turn for a short period of time until it's out of his system, or just something to make it a bit more tangible. Yeah, or or even if it's just you know, Igor is the way he is, and he's used to being a servant to vicious vampires, and he's inherently evil. That's fine. I can go with that. Mm. And even if it is that he needs to turn Dracula and, and he wants to, then that's fine. But then make him the villain because yeah. it, it doesn't fit as it is with him being sort of the faithful manservant. Yes. But then also just constantly trying to make Dracula something that he's not. Mm. And and part of the issue there as well is I don't even, I don't really understand who Dracula is as a character either. No. I, I don't know what the purpose of him is. Because, like some episodes, he's an absolute asshole, just a self-important, oh, arrogant twat. And then other episodes, he's like this benevolent count who looks after people and he's all about peace and love. And this is a vegetarian. They, they, kind of, they kind of try and set him up as that he what? No, he's this sort of wannabe famous, you know, rock star without the music sort of uh, sort of entity. But they're. They don't again. They don't do enough doesn't with come that from anyway, does it? No. And, yeah. And, that, it, and that's it doesn't. The there's no payoff to it at any point. No. And and that's the thing. Like I know I shouldn't compare it, but it's the obvious comparison because it's the same. Uh, it's the same team essentially in the same studio. But if you if you again if you look at Danger Mouse, you have that hook of like yes, he's the world's greatest secret agent. So the fact that he's an arrogant twat Thanks. makes sense. It make Danger Mouse's character makes sense, and then the fact that actually he's also dumb as a fucking post also yeah. makes sense because that's. That's the antithesis of that, and that's why it's funny, yeah. you know. Whereas, whereas in this, I, I, that's what we're missing is that central hook, and it's actually there. Like somebody came up with it, the fact that he is a vegetarian yeah. vampire. Like it's there. The central concept is there, and then instead of that, we just go on these weird, random globe-trotting adventures. That really, and this is where I am going to come down on the show, really yeah. are just an excuse for some incredibly xenophobic accents and gags. Um, <laughs> Oh my yeah. God! Yes, like I, I know we've said on the show before, like look, product of its time and all of that. All right, and this isn't me trying to cancel Duckler, so don't come for me, internet. All right, but even so, even by fucking eighty standards, some of these accents are disgraceful. But I mean, like, even even Brian Truman's nanny, you know that the, the, you you look at that and you think that wouldn't that wouldn't have flown in the nineties, let alone now. No, um, I, I I can't. This is double standards, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> that you know that west country accent is always funny isn't it That's it, it is and like, i i spent um i mean as you know i spent a lot of my career uh, working in that part of the world so i you know that the all right you mean babber you know that yeah. that sort of you no know, that that really bad really thick west country accent is something that i always look at fondly but again you know you look at it and think well it's, it's obviously you know it's convenient they've got brian truman there he's part mm -hmm. of the team so fuck it let's just give him a voice to do and he can do yeah. nanny yeah, but there's no reason why that had to be done by a bloke doing a really bad impression of a of a of a woman. No, but it's and funnier for it. It is funnier thing. for it, and uh, but uh, and uh, that's the thing. As I said, there's a very clear double standard on our part there. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Whereas you get you no, know, the you get Gaston Pierre going, yo yo yo, and no, and it's like, hang on, you can't fucking do that. Are they Chinese? <laughs> I don't know, some fucking thing. 
I've I've got a cold. I can't I can't do voices. Um, but yeah. So I mean, it, but it's that no, it's it's that sort of thing. We think, well, hang on, was that necessary? And I'd say product waste time. That's that's the way they did shit. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, look, and, and it's yeah. Look, it, it was the eighties, and you quite frankly, you could get away with this shit. So they did. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if they were accurate, then it would have been a lot more expensive and probably less funny. Like caricatures are funny, but they can yes. also be offensive. Um, yeah. And you know, a lot of that then comes down to the characterization within as well. It's not just the accent; it's the way these people are yes. depicted. You mentioned I mean, the you mentioned the Spanish episode earlier, like when they go there and everybody's basically a gringo. Yeah, and he just oh, come on. This isn't. This wasn't right even then. Like, yeah, let alone right. now. Let's say you, you know, know you get the French characters. You get um, I think I can't remember. There was one. I, I'm trying to remember which episode it was, but there was one. I think they end up in somewhere. They end up in um in Britain, and I even, like even their British accents are offensive, which is quite an achievement. It, it is, and I mean you know even like when you look at some of the main characters, you know you look at. Uh, you look at Van Goosling, for instance, and, and again, like that that cod German that he's using, and you're like, like we can do better than this, yeah. really. We can. And while we're on the subject of accents as well, and this is something I never clocked as a kid, um, what the fuck's up with David Jason? Because that's a choice. Yeah. Like, that that accent is a choice. But um, I think, I mean, to be fair to David Jason, I mean, I don't necessarily like it as a choice, but when he he did a great deal to try and to sort of separate himself because you know, at this point everybody knew him as Del Boy. Um, he went on to he, you know he went on to do um, to Danger Mouse. He went on to do this. He went on to do Wind in the Willows. And every job he took, he he made those conscious choices to be a different to bring each character its own voice. Yeah, now, I mean this particular voice I don't like, but it's no. it's very much it's very much a definitive article. It's very much this is what Douglas sounds like, and that's that's what I'm going with. I think this is how I explained it to myself earlier because I was thinking about this a lot earlier and I think you hit the nail on the head is not so much the Del Boy of it all because Del Boy's a bit more Cockney wide boy um, and, and Danger Mouse is very well spoken but it's not even just in the voice it's in the character and the mannerisms as well like Duckler without that accent is a Nat's pube away from Mr Toad like yeah, he's true. he's that kind of self-absorbed eccentric wannabe count essentially rather than a you know the lord of toad hall or whatever but he's he, you can very much see him just giving it a bit of poop poop and jumping in his car he's very 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 close to mr toad um and so obviously yeah, sure. maybe maybe the separation needed to come there but then i don't understand why he butchered an american accent and, and not even like it, it almost feels like he tried to go regional american as well because at times yeah. he does sound very new york yeah. um and then it, it, like he sometimes he almost gets away with it until he has to pronounce something with the letter r and then yes. it, it he just absolutely butchers it it's her, yeah, and it, it pulls me straight out it's really yeah. really bad it's dick van dyke's british level bad it, it is and the other thing that bugged me with 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 the performance from, from david jason is that obviously it's it's something that they've done as, again it's a character choice but that little <laughs> at the end of every sentence where you know there's a, every time he, he sort of makes a half gag he sort of snickers at himself Yes, and, and, and that just, is a character choice. Definitely. It's like this yeah. really sort of self-satisfied thing. I like, know, oh, I just don't like that. It just that, it, it grates. He is he is a smug arsehole of a character. I really, really dislike him as a character. I've really to be honest, it. I really dislike of, him of the, of the whole show. And so I, I no, I have not watched this since I was a kid until this weekend. Um, of all the characters in it, I think I like him the least. 
Oh, unquestionably, he, he really does great. And a big part of that is the accent, as you say, it's also the character himself and the mannerisms. Um, but but the bit that I just cannot reconcile, like I said, I could, I could see wanting to distance himself from his other performances and stuff like that. The bit I cannot reconcile is why American? They're in no. Transylvania. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> do, you know, do some, you know, if, you, if you're going to butcher anything, butcher, butcher an Eastern European accent, because at least, at least then we're still in the Cold War. You can poke fun at the commies at the same time. Yeah, and look, like it's not like they care about how bad these accents are. It's not no. like they care about being offensive. So go with full on. I want to drink your blood. Just, yeah. just do it. Like, just, just that. And and then yeah. it's funnier that he's a vegetarian as well. Hmm. Um, I mean, maybe he couldn't do that accent. I don't know. Uh, but he can't do an American accent either. So what's the diff? <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a strange one, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it certainly doesn't help. Put it like that. It, <laughs> yeah. it hinders more than it helps. Yeah, and I think that's that's true of a lot of the the sort of the recurring characters. The way you've got the um the, the Crow brothers, I can't, I, well, I can't remember their fucking names, um. But like, no, they, there's some very definite choices have gone there as well. Well, they're called the Crow brothers, duh. um. But yeah, they you know, they've got this very sort of um, it's like a sort of army British parody yeah. where they have like the sergeant major at the front, almost as if you think of shoe people and the yeah, sergeant yeah. major at the, in yeah, that. Yeah. The, the leader of them is a bit like that. And then the others are all a bit like thick. No, they're all thick as shit, but they have a similar sort of uh, parlance to them. Um, the pirates, the, the penguins, the penguins, again, it's like there are very definite choices have gone into that. And I just don't think that I don't think that when those choices were made, anybody was really thinking about what they would come out like. Oh, unquestionably, they weren't. They were just they, look, they were funny to people at the time. And, and they're not unfunny now. It's just that yeah. we're more culturally aware of these things. And like I say, this this is by no means me trying to cancel Duckler. We have to meet these things on their own terms. Yeah. They are a product of their time, okay? And we wouldn't do it now. We would be smarter. Um, but it doesn't make it any easier to watch. Uh, no, it, it doesn't. So, and I mean, that that's a big part of it. But I mean, even like, even in the performances, that like, some of them just don't match up with the characters. You know, the, 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 let's say the, the crows. They don't sound like they look. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know their voice, their voices should no. They 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 don't look as though their vo- those voices belong to. They should they should be lighter, area, a bit more common, a little less well pronounced and a little less well spoken. Um, and there's there are things like that which, yes, I get are difficult to write. Um, especially if you know, I mean, I, I I tend when I write, I tend to write for almost middle aged white men because hi, that's what I am. It's yeah. and that's a lot easier. So. I know I can do other stuff, but it just takes a lot more effort. So my default position is people sort of my age, sort of my background, sort of my class level. And I kind of go with that because that's just easy. I can embrace it. And I can do that quicker. Whereas what they you know, what some of these, especially the um, the penguins and, and the crows, they would benefit from having a different writer where somebody goes, actually, that's not how people talk. And unless yeah. you unless you are in some sort of class structure in Eastern Europe, that's not how people talk. Those aren't the words they use. Aren't, that's not the way they pronounce certain things. And that's one of the things I think has been missed in the performances is actually, you know, the, the char- there's not for all the variety of characters you've got, there's not that much variety of performance. No, there really isn't. Um, and that comes down again to time and place. It is just quite simply very, very, very British, um, just like Danger Mouse was as well. You know, all of that humour and all of that writing is is very silly. And, you know, it is bordering on toilet humour. It never gets to gross up level or anything like that. But, you know, at times it borders on just blunt toilet humour. At times we tip over into slapstick, especially with Nanny. There's lots of punnery. You know, it's it's just very, very silly. Um, And, and, you know, I mentioned uh, the first episode earlier on. 
there is a there is a skit in that which I mean, in terms of just writing, it's as good as anything you'd see on a mainstream uh, sketch show of the era. And it went from starting off really annoying me to actually bringing me all the way around because of all the work that they put in. Is you know, the first episode they're they're in Egypt and they're, and they're looking yeah. for um looking for this this sax. Yeah, it's evil sax. Yeah, though, it? yeah, it's incidentally the plot of the game as well, which yes. blew my mind when I because I can remember the game really well. It was yeah. shit, but it was one of the few Spectrum games I could complete because it took yeah. about four minutes. So I was it, say, was it was so really easy. easy. We had it as well. It yeah, was really it, it was like, I'm, and I'm not even joking. You could do it in like four or five minutes. Yeah, it took it you was, long. It took longer to load than it did. It did. Play. Yeah. You literally had to run around, pick a couple of keys up pretty much. And that was it. Like you could just jump over all the enemies. It was, you didn't have to kill anything. It was, it was anyway, sidetrack. Um, so it starts off. There's this whole wordplay with like Duckler waking up and these, these Egyptians finding him. And yeah. there's a whole thing. One of them's called, uh, whom who might and the other one's you be and then yeah. there's a whole thing of who might you be and and that started to really grate on me mm. but then the gag started to build yeah. and it built and built and built to the point of absolute absurdity to the type of thing that yeah. you would get on you know on british tv sketch but it's the type of thing the two ronnies would get away with just getting yeah. so ridiculous and so absurd and pushing yeah. it so far that you're you're just laughing at them as much as you're laughing with them. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I remember sort of sitting there and watching that one. It's it's, it's the who's on first gag. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, as I say, it's been going on. I mean, that's been around since the 30s. Um, fuck me, that's nearly 100 years ago, shit. Um, but, I mean, that no, that it's a, it's a classic joke. It's been done so many times in so many different ways, but the joke is the same. It's, no, it's, it's wordplay around the name. But when you get to the point where you've got Duckler explaining to them what's going on at 90 mile an hour. Yeah. And at the end, they still go, and who might you be? But it's not, fuck. it's not even that. Like it had yeah. me rocking by the end of that. But then they double down on it when they they bring it. It was it was the Pharaoh gag at the end that it just mm. absolutely floored me. Like I had to I had to pause the video because I was laughing so much when you know the Pharaoh is is called Ra, and so then with the wordplay we get into who Ra. Who might you be? Who? Ra? And then, like, they're talking about the Pharaoh Rises. And they managed to go through who Ra up she rises yeah. and then burst into a sea yes. shanty. And it, it, all, like, it took them, like, two minutes to get there, but they took us on that journey yeah. all the way. And it just got more and more absurd and ridiculous. And I was like, you know what, hats off, because that is one of the cleverest pieces of writing and some of the best performances I've seen in, I think, any show that we've yeah. done. Like, that... That was a stretch, especially from something that, like you say, is is a very old tried and tested gag to the point where when it started, I kind of rolled my eyes a bit. And I was like, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake, I don't want to put up with this for the next couple of minutes. But, you know, it's almost like the Aristocats, isn't it? It's not yeah. it's not about the joke itself. It's a, it's in really? telling. Yeah. And they they absolutely it was hilarious. And so, yeah. you know, when I say that I, I sort of don't like how disjointed it is and I don't like Declan as a character, like for, for all of, that, I don't like the rapping. You know, some of the content is absolute gold and there's no yeah. other way to color it. Like it is absolutely when it's when it's firing all cylinders, some of those gags are absolutely hilarious. And I can't help but feel that like if these episodes, if they had 22 minutes to fill, right, if that's what the order was, they'd have been better served doing the more traditional thing that we had with lighter sort of comedy cartoons and your sort of animated sitcoms of this era of having like two 10 minute yes. episodes you know, with an interstitial, perhaps. Yeah. Um, or I mean, other than and again, that, they, they build just the interstitials into them. You've got the, they do. Um, the, yeah, the, you've the, got the, the clock. clocks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, so they, they do that. And I think you're right. I, I, I remember thinking that yesterday when I was watching it, is that you know, had they done that, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of filler and a lot of fat in these episodes. Mm. 
Um, and you know, I mean, they could be a lot leaner, they could be a lot slicker, and they could be a lot smarter for it as well. I think that they rely so much on repeating and repeating and repeating the same gags that they could get away with, as you said, they could probably drop them down to 12 minutes quite, you know, quite comfortably and not lose the heart and the content of the episode. Yes, okay, you lose some jokes, but you don't lose the feel of it. Yeah, and I think that that is part of the issue as well, is that even what slight story that we have within the 22 minutes does quite often get shoved in the back seat for yeah. something like that routine we just talked about, which has very little to do with the actual story. It just so happens that they can place it within the context of being in Egypt. And yes. so that'll go on for a couple of minutes while the actual story just takes a back seat. And that happens in almost every episode. Like yeah. there will be a setup for a story. They'll get them to the location. We'll do fuck all with the story then for about 10 minutes. And then yeah. just before the end, we'll start to bring everything back in and wrap it up. And look, yes, I know it's a cartoon. Yes, I know it's for a family audience. And primarily they have to pitch it at kids as well. But that doesn't mean that you can be so lackadaisical with a narrative because that's then when I'm watching it going. And even as a kid, like I say, this isn't something that Chris the Adult is watching. There was something about this show that, that I wanted to love as a kid and never quite stuck with me. And I think it was this. I think it was that I was probably getting bored is the problem. Mm. And I certainly have been now. You yeah. know, and so you tune out for a bit and then those gags come along and you tune back in for a couple of minutes, but then you tune out again and then you tune back in again. And it's very it's very patchy, I yeah. think is the problem. Yeah, like I said, I mean I, I came to this as I came to this and I remember I remember this show very fondly and I remember as a kid absolutely loving it, not really knowing why. It was just one of those and as I've watched it, so as some of the gags really land. Um there is some really good slapstick, some really good puns, some really good wordplay. Um, there's some borderline smut as well, which I'm always a fan of that, especially in kids shows, because it's you no, know, it's it's mm. always great to see people pushing the envelope, see how much they can get away with. Um, but I so I watched three or four of these on Sunday, a couple more yesterday, and I was I was sitting there thinking, why hasn't this finished yet? Yeah, and that's not a place I want to be because I I can see what they need to do. It hasn't finished because they haven't wrapped the episode up. They haven't finished the story yet, but they could have by now. Why haven't they? Why they, why are they still doing this shit? Why have we got the crows falling off the, the grappling hook off the window four times and then making a joke about nanny's cooking? Mm. Why do we have that four times in the space of eight minutes? You know, yeah. that, it's that type of thing. And you think, right, okay, you could make this so much tighter and so much more enjoyable and not have the lags and the lulls. Because as you said, as, as a kid, I didn't notice them so much because I'd have been playing or doing something else anyway. But sitting there, no, sitting as an adult watching it now, I no, I try very much when we're, no, when we're watching stuff for... Um, for for these shows um, unless it's something i know I'm, I, I know quite well in which case i'll i'll have the playstation on or i'll be reading at the same time or i'll be doing something but if it's stuff i'm not that familiar with or i haven't seen from them i will sit there and give it my undivided attention mm. and i just as i said i just so found myself picking my phone up and going oh i just need to do that email i just need to check this i just need to check that and that's not something that i know it's not something i want to be doing when i'm when i'm watching these shows back because i want to give them my full attention i want to do them justice but at the same time, if they can't hold my attention, and, and I'm watching it because I need, you know, because I need to, it's not really going to carry that much weight going forward. I mean, yeah. I I put um I put one on earlier just to see what the kids thought of it, and um, another one was bored out of her mind. She because it's no, it's not reading, and that's her thing at the moment. She just likes to read all the time. So great, all credit to her. Carry on. Number two watched it for a couple of minutes, and he was laughing at the gags, but then he got bored. And this is a seven-year-old boy who likes dick and fart jokes. It's me, basically. <laughs> you know, it's me. I hate to tell you, mate, you're this. not seven. But no, but I was when I was watching this. 
Uh, yeah, what, you found, what was it? 88, 89? Probably this no, was out, so it probably was seven or eight. Yeah, um, there you go. So I was seven. So yeah. So, but I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like even even he who was sitting in front of a screen, if you know, if the fucking test card was on, he'd yeah. he'd be glued to it. And within a couple of minutes, he's like, "Can I do something else now?" I said, yeah, uh, I, I've not got a gun to your head. I'm making you watch it. I just want to know what you think of it. Yeah. And the fact that you're bored after five minutes tells me a lot. And it's a shame, isn't it? Because I think if it was shorter, I think if there were five, ten minute episodes, yeah. you know, I, I think like I'm not, as I say, I, I don't want to be harsh to it now. I don't think it's bad at all in any way, shape or form. Um, but I feel like if there were five, ten minute episodes, I would just be calling this one of the, you know, one of the best shows yeah. ever. Like, I, I think, you know, if you could, if as you say, if you could cut the fat and just and stick with it you know and even if then you want to do rapid fire gags if you just want to machine gun gags at me yeah. in the space of 10 minutes i'm not going to be concerned about the long line of vampire ducks and why declares yeah. are very you just can be it, it, and, and that would work whereas because it's 22 minutes and because it's stretched out over a couple of seasons as well look i'm not asking for some huge fucking story arc yeah. what i do want to see is just call back to the fact that he is a vegetarian vampire duck those three things are intrinsic to his character and they need to be in the plot we need to have plot revolving around the fact he's a vegetarian vampire and the fact also he's a duck yeah like he's not he's not a human he's a duck so there's that to it as well there there is and i think the fact that no he was taken from danger mouse and then victor and hugo were taken from gaston pierre here that him being a duck is a choice because he doesn't need to be no He, he could have been a gopher he could have been a person he could have been a badger he could have been a pterodactyl. It, it wouldn't have mattered. Mm. The, no, the, the principle is the same, is that he's a vegetarian vampire. But they yes. don't explore that. They don't explore the duck thing. And they don't even go down the route. If you look at something like Darkwing Duck, yeah. everything was duck puns. Yes, that's Where the are thing. the duck puns in here? Well, there are some. There's some, but they're not but anywhere I, near as frequent as they should be. I'm not always sure they're intentional. I've, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that they are and that the yeah. writing and the performance is so smart and this is the conclusion I've come to, right? Because it's either this or they are just accidental, but there are quite a lot of them. But I, what they don't do when they drop a pun, and especially the duck puns, is they don't give a sly nudge, nudge, wink, wink to camera. They just steamroll through them. And I've got a lot of time for that as a delivery mm. of puns. I like that a lot. If you can deadpan your way through a pun and make it, it makes it all the more funny. Because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm playing catch up with you then. And, you know, 10 seconds later, I'm going, hang on a minute. Did they just, and I find that much funnier, you know, and, and it's even, um, it's right in the opening. They start with it right in the opening where they talk about the legacy of foul vampires. Yeah. They're, they're not foul, F-O-U-L. They're yeah. foul, F-O-W-L. But yeah. and, and they that just was, wrap that up into the But narrative. that was my problem is that there are there are quite a few, I said there are a few of those, but mm. then the, you you come to expect that and then they they just, they're noticeable in their absence in a lot of places. You're thinking, hang on, they really why, they, they've missed an opportunity there. And again, that may be the way my brain works, but I'm thinking, hang on, I'd have, why have they done that? I'd have done that instead. Why have they said that? Why have they not put that really easy fucking gag in there? Yeah, and I feel and, like... And that's the thing know, I feel it's missing. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's unfair to criticise them for what they kind of don't put in that they could mm. when they, they clearly... They aren't going for that. That That's the thing. It's not like, you know, sometimes we watch stuff and especially over on, uh, on Mario, but we do it on this show as well. Sometimes we watch stuff and we like this. We did it just last week a lot when we were talking about Dracula and told him we like, yeah. well, if this is the product you're trying to make, why aren't you doing this? 
because this is how you tell this story and this is what's missing. Mm. But I think that the core issue here is, I mean, again, I'm talking about this like I dislike it when I say the core issue, but I, it's not that. But it, at the core, what it is, is all of those things fit in the show that we want it to be. Mm. But it's it, it's not a show that they've got any intention of making, I don't think. They, they yeah, just intend fair. to make this knockabout, silly gag fest. And, you know, it almost feels like they just needed a character to hang it on. And they went, oh, we'll get that one from Danger Mouse and let's make him a vegetarian. That's funny. He's a vegetarian vampire. That's funny. And maybe they had one gag to do with it and going, oh, fuck, we're stuck with this now. Um, Never mind. Don't worry about it. Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because, you know, actually his character, you're right, actually his character is that he's this kind of wannabe rock star, which, okay, fine. Make a show about that then. He doesn't have to be a vegetarian vampire duck in that case, does he? No, exactly. He could be anything, and that, and that's the thing is that it's. And I think you're right. I think it's probably unfair to to criticize them for what's not in the show, um, and and stuff that, stuff that we'd want or we'd expect in it. But it just seems that there's a lot of squandered potential where they've gone right. We've got we've, oh, we've given you something, yeah. but we don't know how to pay it off. So rather than try and fail, we'll just kind of ignore it. So I mean, yeah. I think you get more of the, more of by him being vegetarian in the credits, where you get that fucking monster carrot trying to eat him. Then you get an entire show. And and here's where it really stings every episode as well, is that the opening and closing are definitely geared towards the whole vampire of it all. Yeah. It's all very gothic horror, you know, yeah. and then you, you know, the end credits, especially say they used to scare me. Like they're taking clips from old horror films and they've got that kind of almost thriller kind of vibe running through them in the music as well. Um, legend has it, by the way, that Michael Jackson is in those credits. And I swear I'm not making that up. I remember talking about this in school. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember where he is, but they, I remember somebody telling me and everybody going, fuck off. And, but that would, to be fair, this. that would have been my response as well. It, look, if anybody out there heard that in school, if any of you know this, listeners, get in touch with us, because I swear to God, there was a rumour going around that Michael Jackson was in the credits of Dracula, right? And I'm not making this up. I swear to God. And um, I mean, no, no, if, if, they've got, if they've got footage of other stuff and they, you know, they're, they're overlaying stuff, they may well have snuck it in somewhere. I think that's what it was. I think somebody was saying like it's a, you know, like a news clipping of him or something. And he's in yeah. one of those cutouts, isn't it? But they, yeah, there's all of these sort of people screaming and stuff like that. And then you've got the yeah. skeleton with a head going around and it's, it's all quite creepy. Yeah. And I, like you mentioned the Munsters and the Adams family earlier on. And I, and I think even they pull that tone off better than this because, yeah. yes, they're silly, but they are also slightly spooky scary and and they do lean into the oddness of it at times whereas this just doesn't at all apart from the opening and especially like you say when you get the vincent price style narration you know especially when you get good night out there whoever you are it sounds sinister as hell yeah like and it's so at odds with what you get in the middle yeah and that that's the thing, and I think you you. I mean, it's a, thinking of particularly Adams family. Monsters were a bit a bit more family friendly again, but like the Adams family, the the, um, the TV show from the sixties, um, that was very family friendly. But at least you know the fact that you had monsters, you no, know, you had oddities, like you had Lurch, you yeah. had Cousin It for no, no Uncle Uncle Fester was you know, clearly some sort of fucking you know, escaped convict lunatic thing. All of these things, they they never explicitly told you what they were, but they played into them. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, you know, you go to, you come to Scotland and you meet you no know, Macquacula uh, or Macduckula, sorry, um, and it's like, okay, well, this is just a fucking family nest. Yeah, it doesn't matter that they're you know, they're a line of vampires. You're just meeting 
different stereotypes from different countries. That And that's exactly what every episode felt like to me, was we're either going to go and we're either going to go to a different country or a different time period. Yeah. And all of the humour is going to be based around the stereotypes associated with that. Yeah. And again, look, in the 80s, that was fine. That's who we were as a nation. We were incredibly xenophobic. Yeah. yeah and that's look, it's fine. That's what it was. I, and like I say, the writing's smart enough that it carries it. And I can look at it as a product of its time. But yeah. if that's the show you want to make, the, he doesn't have to be a vegetarian vampire duck. Like yeah. the, it could be Bill and Ted. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be yeah. anything. He just needs an excuse. And it feels like the whole thing's built then around, oh, well, the castle can move. Right, yeah. well, so can a TARDIS, so can Bill and Ted's oh, box, so can a DeLorean, so can... That you could make this Doctor Who. Yeah. You, and you go, you go to a different, as opposed to different countries, you go to different planets or different time periods. And yes, okay, what, no, you might be, you might end up in Australia in the 1800s, but you can still make the same jokes. Yeah, exactly. Because none of the jokes stem from the fact that Duckler is a vegetarian vampire. Yeah. And it's more from where jokes, he is and when he is. I, I mean, I've watched five or six episodes. I can't remember exactly how many. Um, some from the early seasons, some from the late seasons. Yeah. Um, but one, only one gag that I found in all of the episodes that I watched, there was only one gag that even referred to the fact that he's a vegetarian vampire. There's one where they're in a time traveling roller coaster. Mm, yeah. And they go to the future and there are sentient vegetables. And Duckler is trying very hard not to say the word vegetarian, whilst Igor is trying very hard to convince them that he's a blood sucking vampire. Yeah, that's fine. That's what we need. That's yeah. it just that once per episode even yeah. would be fine. But that that's the kind of the humor doesn't come from the characters. And, and that's the problem. I think the humor yeah. needs to be apart from again. And it's why probably why she's my favorite character. The humor that comes out of nanny comes it's intrinsic to that character she is a great big dumb chicken yeah and all of her jokes revolve around the fact that she is a great big dumb chicken with a tiny little bird brain yeah and that's that's who she is as a character and that's where her jokes come from that's why she gets her words all mixed wrong and yeah, yeah. that's why she's got that stereotypical west country accent and that's why she just smashes through the wall instead of the door and and do we ever you find know, out why her arm's always in a sling, or why her nose, no, or why her beak's always busted? No, but I love that about her as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's again, it's the sort of thing that there's character there. There's a choice has been made there. Yeah. So lead in, lead into it. Tell it. No, give us something to allude as to what the fuck is going on with it, where it's make come a from. Running, make a running gag out of it if you want. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of fine with the fact that we never find out. It's just. Again, it, it's down to a character that she is so clumsy. She's always crashing through walls and she's quite boisterous. So it would make sense that she's got these things. It also adds to the look of the character. And of course, the sling is like Mary Poppins' handbag, isn't it? She's constantly yeah. pulling things out of it. Oh, I've got one tucked up my sleeve. And she'll just pull whatever it is, whatever random fucking story object they need that week yeah. in order to get to the end. She just happens to have it up her fucking sling. So yeah. that's fine. You know, I, I think she's a great character. Um, and it, when he works, so is Eagle. Um, yeah. But occasionally, like I said, he's a complete odds because he should be a bad guy and he's not. But when he gets to just play straight man and he gets to be incredibly droll, he, he can be like actually quite nasty. And yeah. that's funny. That's funny in a kid's show. You know, he can be really dry, really sardonic. And that's all good. Um, 
it's just Duckling is so fucking frenetic and nothing comes from the fact that he's a vampire or yeah. a fucking vegetarian. I just don't get it. I, I don't get what he is. And that's a problem when the show is called Count Duckling. I was going to say, I think that's that's the problem with the show in general is that it doesn't know what it is and it doesn't know what it wants to put out. No, no. I yeah, You sort of almost... You almost want it to be like Count Duckler is a good vegetarian vampire. And so we know there are other Ducklers out there in other countries in the world. So it almost has to be about him just going around and knocking on their door and being like, hey, have you heard about vegetarianism? Here's a pamphlet. Yeah. Can I tell you about our Lord and Savior, Mr. Broccoli? Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to come to Bloodsuckers Anonymous with me next week? So, I mean, it almost feels like he needs something to do. Yeah. You know, um, I, that doesn't make him any more likable as a character, but it makes him funnier. And, um, and it, it fits with what they've tried to build as a character as well. Yeah. And then then you get that friction with Eagle then where he's like, you really, you know, you really shouldn't be doing this because actually like he's trying to convert Duckler to the ways of evil and stuff. Yeah. But he's not particularly good or wholesome anyway. So no. I don't. I don't see why he needs to be made more evil. All Eagle wants is for him to drink blood. But as you say, there's no. Yeah, there's, there's no benefit no to that. that. Yeah, but he, even even Igor, like Igor is there, and no, his his stated raison d'être is to, as I say, to bring him back over to the uh, to the foul side. You know, get get him drinking, like you no, know, turn into what he should be in the first place. But he, as much as Duckler doesn't really rebel against it, he doesn't push it either. No, you get you you get. As I said there's the odd line, the odd the odd bit in every episode, but it's not pressed on. It's never impressed upon anybody that actually Igor has a purpose here above just being the manservant there's nothing to him no there's there's no friction between the two of them and it feel, and again narratively it feels like that's what they want yeah and it's not even like they should be afraid that that would get away in the way of the gags because it didn't with danger mouse you know it's just yeah. danger mouse was was put in danger every week there was peril every week he had a mission to complete every week and it was still i mean i i'd argue all day long danger mouse is funnier than this yeah, you know, and it and it's more random, if anything, as well. Like some of the gags in Danger Mouse are fucking Python esque. They're mental. They make no yeah. sense whatsoever. You know, whereas at least these they put the like I said they put the work in with the wordplay. It's just that it just doesn't go anywhere. And and so as an adult watching it, it just leaves me sort of looking at it going, what like what the fuck is this? What am I what? As a kid, it was enough that you know the animation is really good. It looks great. Yeah, and like I said, it played like. The fact that it was all gothic looking and we had a dark palette and he's dressed up like a stereotypical vampire, like it was hitting all of the right notes for me. Yeah. So I loved looking at it, I think, is why I kept coming back to it as a kid. And, and I'm still kind of enamored, provided he doesn't speak or move, I'm enamored with what the character of Dacula could be, you know? Mm. So I like that idea. Um, you know, I, I mean, if you, if you follow this through to a slightly natural progression, if you look at the type of thing, that we get in things like what we do in the shadows now where like yeah, okay they're not vegetarians but when you're sort of looking at humanizing vampires in that way and maybe not making them just these horrendous blood-sucking fiends um mm. you know there was all of that that could have been garnered from this yeah it just isn't and so it, it it leaves me weirdly cold um and it really shouldn't it's a shame because like i say the the, the funny is very very funny the yeah for the most part, the the voice cast are really good as well. David Jason aside, I'm sorry, I know he's like fucking national treasure or something. And generally, I'd be saying he's like he's brilliant. Danger Mouse, he's brilliant. In Wind in the Willows, fools and horses goes without saying. 
but he just fucking sucks in this. He's fucking that accent is horrendous. It's absolutely yeah. horrendous. Like you say, even the even the choices, the little nervous laugh. It's it's almost. Do you know what it felt like to me? Like I say, he, he kind of tries to go New York with it, and it's almost like he just came out of a Woody Allen marathon, and he's just been like, I'm I'm gonna make a vegetarian. Va- he's a vegetarian vampire duck, so I'll make him like Woody Allen. But it's like, yeah, well, he's, okay, he's, that yeah, that he's gonna might be all work neurotic, and he's gonna be all yes. no, he's gonna be all conflicted and. Yes, and that would work, but he, that isn't the character that's written then, because the character that's written wants to be a fucking rock star and is super yeah. confident and arrogant and ordering people around. And, and again, it's like, this is at odds. It, yeah. it's, it's like all of these people have come together and there's been no singular creative voice that goes, this is who these characters are. These are the yes. stories we're telling. This is how we're creating. There's no direction. Nobody's picked this up and gone, actually, no, David Jason, he's not Woody Allen. He's... Yeah fucking tom cruise or keanu reeves or whoever whoever else but he's fucking he needs to be cool not neurotic yeah so make him cool yeah you know that's it. or if you want to make him neurotic then you need to go to the writing team and go right we need to play on this more he needs to be having a, a crisis confidence because he's not a vampire like all of the ones that have gone before him and he never will be and you know yeah. that's a show in itself isn't it yeah. of like well, well that's that's what this theory. should be that's what this should no that's how when this was when this first came out and it was marketed it was He's a vegetarian vampire. That's funny, yeah. people. Yeah. That's how, then, that's how this was set up. And then all of a sudden you just don't get that. I mean, it's interesting. Um, you, you made the Woody Allen comparison because um, when I was watching the one I was watching yesterday, um, I was thinking um, it reminded me of, of, of Big Mouth with the Andrew character, who is yeah. that very stereotypical Jewish teenage yeah, yeah. neurotic character. And that that's, that's what I was thinking there is actually, yeah, this kid, no, this character should have some of that yes okay not with the no, not with the um the same content but there should be some no this huge element of self-doubt that well why am i not like all the other ducks yeah or the other vampire ducks why no they all drank blood and they're all no why am i different okay you're different because they fucked up the ritual and nanny gave gave you ketchup instead of blood okay fine but what does that mean where no, and, yeah. where can i go with that what is my place in the world and again then that that leads you into make it like everything else in the show clicks into place. He then goes around the world talking to all of the other vampire daculars to find out what's different about him. Ego leads him on that quest because Ego's now trying to help him rather than being a villain. He's like, yeah, he they're, wants to they're help on him the become same, the they're on the same page. Yeah, he's basically his hormone monster to use yeah. the big mouth analysis. Yeah, he, they're on the same page. He's like, no, you could do this. Just go and speak to, you know, Angus McDuckler or whatever he was called up yeah. in Scotland, and and he'll tell you how he like killed the Loch Ness monsters and drank their blood or whatever whatever it's going to be you know um and there's a show there and you can have the rest of the show can run exactly as it does you can have all the same gags we can do all the same things you can have all of the horrendous stereotypical accents yeah but the framing device clicks into place yeah. much much better no it's interesting because I've got a list of the episodes here um and the last one in the first season episode 26 called a family reunion and the blurb on it now this is a blurb on wiki so I'm not sure how accurate is but you know this kind of gives you a, a sense of the episode Duckler has chosen to host a family reunion on halloween but he's not too keen on the idea as he knows his relatives will kill him if they discover he no longer drinks blood and he despises being a vampire so he decides to fake it there you go there's your show. show in a nutshell there's your premise <coughs> right there why why yeah. have we not got you know every episode like that because that's yeah. That's much, much funnier than what we get. It holds together much better. And all of the characters make more sense. Then, you know, Nanny being overprotective makes more sense. Yeah. You know, the whole Ducky trying to turn thing. Him because yeah. he knows he's in danger. Yeah. And, you know, Van Gooswing trying to kill him because he could become yeah. a proper vampire. 
it all makes so much more sense if you just commit to the central premise. Yeah. And they don't. I think the fact that that's the last episode of the first season. Now, the first season is 26 episodes. That's half of your run. Yeah. It runs it runs for 65 episodes. Your your first season is most of that. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're thinking, right, okay, well, hang on. They've done nothing about... They've, they've ne- From what I've seen, they never even allude to that in the 25 episodes that precede it. I, like I said, I've seen one gag based around the fact that he is a vegetarian vampire and not a real vampire. And it, it that's it. You know, <laughs> one gag. And and again, you know, you want to go into the gothic horror of it all as well. If we, you know, that leads you into the examination of, well, what is a monster? What is monstrous? And, yeah. you know, if, if he's different to all the others, is he still a monster in that case then? Because they're yeah. normal and he's not. So the yeah. fact that he's vegetarian makes him a monster. Um, yeah. And then the fact you've, you've got Van Gooswing chasing him as well, because at some point, no, they, they're no, there is an element of trying to convince him that he's not a blood-sucking monster like the rest of them. So does Van Gooswing still need to chase him? Yeah. Well, yes, because he doesn't believe him and he could turn, he could be like the others. So you've got, you you bring so much more story into that and you can still do your, as you said, you can still do your, you, you know, your world tour and all the rest of it, but at least now it means something and there's a reason for it whereby we, along with the character, learn something from it. Yeah, yeah. And you can still um, have stupid jokes along the way and I'm not taking away from the stupid jokes because I'm a big fan of those, but... It's just it would make a lot more sense for the character. Yeah, they done this would. work early. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I just don't understand why it's not there. As I say, it's a clear choice. It's not like they try to do it and don't follow it through. They just don't. No. They flat out don't do it. So yeah, it's not the like show that they want into, to make. Yeah, you you go into sort of the next season and it's kind of like they forget about that and they start back to the you know, the the one offs and the one off stories mm. and the you know the the, the the hijinks and the shenanigans. You think, well, hang on. If you're going to do that, don't tease us with that and then leave off again. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it's just weird. I don't understand it. And I was really hoping in rewatching it now, because I have seen it once or twice since I was a kid, because as I say, it's on that DVD. But yeah. they were just like a, a selection of episodes. And I was like, well, I'm watching them out of context. And so they've always left me cold as well. But even going back and watching, you know, as much as I have now, hmm. I was really hoping that I could piece this together and that as an adult, like the humor at least would be enough to carry me through. And maybe I wasn't getting it as a kid because the humor was too sophisticated. And some of it is like for, yeah. for every slapstick nanny running through a wall, there is a really well-constructed gag that's going to fly yeah. over the head of most children. Um, but I, I'm left feeling, if anything, even more confused about it than I was as a kid. You know, it, it's a really, really strange fish of a show, this one. And I, and I can't say I dislike it at all, because I don't. You know, there's something, like I said, there's something about that character that even as much as I know he's an absolute prick when you watch it, there's something about that character that is quite endearing to me. And maybe that's because I love vampires and monsters. And, you know, maybe that's because they've got the look right. And because, and the, the the, you know, the name in itself is a good gag, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's just... It's such a strange one. It's such a strange one. And I feel like you, all it needs is that missing piece of the puzzle. It just needs to be like if they were to reboot it now and do that, I would be 100 percent on board. 100 yeah. percent. Or or if they were to reboot it and go completely the other way and go down a kind of groovy ghoulies route with it almost and just make it like a bunch of gags. And he just happens to be a fucking vampire and whatever. Like, fine, yeah. fine. Just make it a bunch of gags. I, I'm sure I can remember as well. This is another one of those things that may be lost in in the fog of my brain, just like the Michael Jackson thing. But I'm sure I remember for a brief period this being a comic strip as well. I don't mean a comic book. I mean a strip, like in a newspaper, I don't remember being a, a comic, four or five I panel strip. It may well have been. I don't remember that. I know it was a comic book. 
um, mm. uh, because um, Star picked it up, didn't they, in, in the US? Um, so I mean, I know, I know it's a comic. I, I, I can see it as being a, a strip, and I'm, I also I'm remember sure. it's. I mean, I, it's, I'm sure you're right. I, I, it would lend itself to, and I, I can, I can, I can see it. But whether that's just me now imagining it because you said it, I'm not sure. But I also remember having like storybooks of this. Obviously, yeah, yeah, episodes oh. and shit like that. I mean, so I mean, there was books there on was tape so, and all sorts. It was huge. It was two books. There was the No Sacks, Please, but We're Egyptian episode and the Restoration Comedy episode, which was very early from season one as well. So they did those two, but those, those are the only ones they did. Um, Restoration Comedy is he brings interior, interior design to redecorate the castle, and basically Van, uh, Van Goosewing is there fucking things up. So they did those two as audiobooks. But yeah, I mean, they did, there was loads of, loads of spin-offs, loads of merchandise. I mean, in terms of VHS releases, there were, hang on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, about 25 uh, different VHS releases. Not all, no, not all, um, not, not, not all solely duck, there were some were on compilations, but 25 VHS releases with episodes on. And I even though there's, um, <coughs> no, there were there were specials like no um uh Count Duckler the Great Detective, uh, no and um Count Duckler Bombay Duck. You know, they they went out and there's so much of this stuff. You think, well, fuck now, this must have done really well. For, in I can only really imagine Bombay Duck. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, it's just, just the title it's, it's, is making me cringe. Well, let's put it this way: if they've they've now um, recast Apu. Because Hank Azaria thought that was offensive. Yeah, yeah. Bombay but, Duck. Um, oh, Jesus. I mean, it's funny you saying that about special. Unless he's playing, unless he's playing Gordon Bombay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like a yeah. Well, why isn't Mighty the Ducks. I thought yeah? Why isn't the Mighty Ducks on our list? Do you remember the Mighty Ducks cartoon as well, where they I, were actual I ducks? Do. Why isn't that yeah. on our list? That needs to. I don't know. That needs to go on the know. list. Yeah, you've sent me down a whole nother nostalgia trip now about Mighty Ducks. Um. <laughs> Ducks in general. Dr. Bombay, have you talked about fucking bewitched all night? Yeah. Ducks in general, as far as animation goes, have a pretty good track record with me. Like they, to the yeah. point where I, I think, and again, I, I don't want to be harsh this show, I think this might be the worst duck related show that I can think of. Because generally, duck shows pretty fucking good. Um having said that, yeah. we haven't rewatched Mighty Ducks yet. That might suck donkey balls. So let's see. Um <laughs> But you mentioned yeah, specials. Sure. Again, because this show was like it was everywhere. There was merch everywhere yeah. for Dracula, and <laughs> yeah. you know, like I said, I was. This was around when I was sort of seven to ten ish, um, yeah. and so you know, I I had a lot of that merch, and this was quite big and informative part of my childhood. And so I do have a lot of these kind of. Do I remember that, or am I misremembering kind of things like the Michael Jackson thing at school, yeah. like the comic strip? But another thing I seem to remember there being, and particularly at this time of year. For some reason, I have a really strong association between Halloween and Duckler as well. And I swear there was a Halloween special at some point as well. And that's where that's come from. Because Quite if possibly. not, they certainly showed a lot of it at Halloween and made it like a thing. Um, yeah. But I swear, I swear blind there was a Halloween special of, of, of Duckler um, that was played, you know, like just like you would have a Christmas special that was played every fucking year. You know, yeah, I mean, um, there, there were, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, they had four seasons, so I mean, I'd imagine they did throw in, um, they, no, they would have thrown in, um, so they had, they had a Christmas episode, there's a Christmas quacker, okay, um, so I mean, you had that. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Halloween one, 
I'm almost can't, certain. Can't was. find it. There, yeah, there probably was. I'll, I'll, I'll have to have another look. Oh, hang on. What was that? No, that was a different one. Yeah, so I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if there were if there were Halloween ones. I mean, they all kind of had like a Halloweeny theme anyway. There, there was lots where they used other monsters. So they used the they used the um the, the mummy pharaoh, um, but well, used the pharaohs, the mummies. You've got one where there's a Frankenstein esque, uh, Frankenstein monster esque um creation. Um, they'll have no, they they'll have so many. Um, oh yeah, you go. The Return of the Curse of the Secret of the Mummy's Tomb meets Frank and Duckler's Monster and the Wolfman and Intergalactic Cabbage. What a fucking episode title. But that is the type of shit I want from this show. Like, if that episode lives up to that title, that's the kind of show we want, isn't it? Like, he's a vampire, so he's in a world with all of these other monsters. Yeah, exactly. I'll read the blurb for that episode. I've I've not seen that one. I've just I've just spotted it on the on the page. I'm going to try and find that one later. Duckle is chased by an alien cache, a werewolf, a mummy, Frankenstein's monster, Van Gooswing, and some angry villagers. Just an average day. More of that, perfect. Yeah, more of that, please, rather than I'm going to fuck off to Egypt to find a magic saxophone because that seems like a thing a vampire would do. Well, yeah, and there's loads of uh, loads of episodes where they, they go in search of missing treasure, and so that's like, no, that's not what that's not what vampires do. That's not what you expect a vampire to be doing. Yeah, and if that, no, like I said that's clearly a choice they've made, but it's just at odds with everything you kind of expect. Yeah, it's a weird, weird choice. This this show is just full of weird choices. Um, yeah, but it, as I said, I'm trying not to be harsh. I do feel like we've been quite negative towards it, and I'm trying every way I can. To avoid that, because I I know people love this show, and I get why. This isn't one of those things where I'm looking at it going, ah, you're all wrong, you fucking idiots. Like, I I get it. I I do. I get it. Mm. I I, I just can't help but see all of these weird little quirks that that maybe doesn't click with me. Yeah, I mean, I think I have the same issue. I mean, I came into this remembering it very fondly, not remembering so much of the content, it turns out, but you know, certain bits that have resonated and talking about, I'll get it and stuff like that. All of the, you know, there, there's so many bits of this which have stayed with me for the last 30 plus years. Um, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. And I watched, as I watched a handful of episodes and while I was frustrated, I, I still enjoyed them. I still, so I, I, I was still thinking, okay, they're a bit long, but actually I've not, I'm not here thinking, well, this is a fucking waste of time. What are we going to talk about for that, for an hour and a half tomorrow? It wasn't mm. like that. No, it wasn't that. It's not that type of show. We've had those types of shows before. Oh, definitely. So I'm I'm a bit mixed with this one. Is that I, I I loved it as a kid. I don't. I'm not. I wasn't as impressed this time around. But I still found enough in it to keep me going and to and to, no, to to keep to get me through it. So it's a bit of a strange one, really. Yeah, I'm I'm very mixed on it. As I say, I but I always have been. My I, I don't think my opinions changed at all, which I find very strange, because I hmm. I thought I was actually going to like it more as an adult. Um, yeah. But I've always felt that way about it. It's always, I had the merch. I liked the character. I watched the show. You know, it's it's not like I didn't like it. And and the same yeah. now. I've stuck with it. I've watched these episodes. I probably wouldn't. Well, no, I definitely wouldn't turn it off if I found it on TV. I probably wouldn't put it past me to watch one or two more on on YouTube. Yeah. You know, now I know they're all on there, because yeah, for what it's worth, when those gags hit the mark, they are really really funny, and I still like the aesthetic of it. And I, you know, I love that whole gothic horror Transylvanian vibe of it. It's just that I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just it's not what I want from it. And because of that, it really leaves me a little bit out in the cold. It's mm. strange. Yeah, it's, I, I feel so strange about this show. I, I really, really do. I don't 
I don't think I'll ever dislike it. And I think I will always come down on the side of defending it. Were somebody to start attacking it, you know, and be more aggressive towards it than we've just been. Hmm. I think I, I've got enough in me to be able to turn around and go, ah, well, no, but yeah, okay. So he isn't as much of a vegetarian vampire duck as we'd like him to be. But look how good the writing is. Look how funny those gags are. You know, yeah. it, it, like, look how good the animation is. I, I've got enough in me to argue that. Yeah. But I haven't got enough in me to champion it, to go out and say, oh, that's one of the best shows ever. Got it. Like, I'll always be able to say, yes, that was a big part of my childhood. And yes, I fondly remember it. Even if, you know, it is a case of the show was a bit weird. I still fondly remember my duck and a duvet and, you know, things <laughs> things like that, you know. And like I said, the associations with Halloween and the discussions we'd have in the playground and the Spectrum game, which was one of the few I could actually complete. You yeah. know, well, I feel like the characters almost transcended the show is, is what it is. You know, I think like if you said to me about Declan, I can instantly see the character and instantly get all the, the memories from it. But if I actually sit down and watch the show, I'm going to go, yeah, but he's such a cunt, though. <laughs> like, he's so dislikable. Like, we almost broke a record. We, all, we, almost, we, we almost got through a whole episode without using that word. Is that the first time we've said cunt yeah. this episode? Cunt, yeah. cunty, cunt, cunt, cunty, cunt, cunt, cunt. Um, I'd hate yeah. to disappoint anybody. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that that's probably the way. To, probably the way I want to stick with it is that if I if I don't think about what's in each episode, if I just think about the character, if I just think about the show as a whole, I can kind of stay on board with it. Yeah. But if I start looking at you know, the fucking Tardis Castle, yeah. And, you know, Victor and Hugo with other faces, and you, know, you st- if you start looking at things that I think they yeah, are actually, yeah, it's a little bit more problematic than I'd like it to be. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite happy at this stage, just going, I'm going to ignore all that shit and just go, you know what? Yeah, it's Count Dracula. I loved it when I was a kid. I've not watched a great deal of it since, and in a couple of years' time, I'll have forgotten all this anyway. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of where I am with it. Yeah, I would agree. I will always fondly remember it. I will always have an association with the character. Um, I just can't, you know, and I know most people are probably expecting us to to have just spunked all over it for the, for the last hour. And I, I just can't I, because I don't think it's exceptional. I think it's very, very funny. I think it's good. I don't even think it's very good. It's certainly nowhere near the level of its stable mates. It's nowhere near Danger Mouse or Wind in the Willows. And I haven't no. watched Wind in the Willows for a very, very long time. So maybe no, we'll find that that's awful as well. But I, yeah. I have watched Danger Mouse a lot, even as an yeah. adult. And it is not even fit to be mentioned in the same fucking sentence. No, and I mean, I, I've, I've got to be honest. I remember more about Victor and Hugo, which didn't run for that long. I, remember I hated more Victor about and that. Hugo. I really disliked that show. I I didn't hate it. Um. And it was one of those, it was on, so I'd watch it, because we only had four channels. One of them was in Welsh, so fuck that noise. Um, so I mean, you okay. didn't watch Will Quack Quack? No. Well, what <laughs> right, okay, that's going on the list now to make you watch Will I, I, I've, I've seen it since, but at the time I was just like, well, I, no, I didn't you're not, watch it. You're not show. missing anything, it was no, fucking no. shit. It but was it was no. a big part of growing up around here. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I remember Victor and Hugo, and I remember, um, I remember aspects of that a lot more clearly than I remembered um, Duckula. But I also remember it being really fucking bad. Um, so I mean, may, maybe that that one needs a rewatch to see. You know, see if I've misremembered that the way I misremembered this. I don't know. Maybe there's there was something in that that 
actually we didn't pick up on at the time i think that's the one now that if we were to rewatch it and it is on the list i know it is that's the one now that if we would rewatch it i reckon i'd end up loving just because i fucking hated it as a kid and that tends to be the way these things go all i can really remember about it was obviously that they were burglars and i remember the theme tune because the theme tune was really really catchy yes um so yeah that's another one possibly but yeah in terms of the cosgrove hall oeuvre if you like um yes i think i I put this above victor and hugo but below everything else and look that is that is pretty esteemed company to be fair as well yeah you know like danger mouse and wind in the willows are fucking exceptional shows yes well maybe wind in the willows is i don't know we haven't rewatched (laughs) it but as, as a kid i remember it being like the absolute mutts nuts. Like I, yeah. I love the fucking thing. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's it's quite funny actually. Winning the world because I, as a kid, I didn't like reading. I used to get bored very quickly, mm-hmm. and I watched and and I remember that um, we had we had the, you know, we had the book, and I actually sat. I as soon as I finished watching it, I was like, right, I fucking read that. Yeah, and that was the thing. I was like, oh right, okay, here we go. Um, whereas no, it's, it's quite ironic. No, it's quite ironic the amount I read. Um, not not so much now because I don't have time, but the amount I've read, I've read over the years, where you do just go right. I've got half hour and pick up a book, and I know that all stems stems to Wind in the Willows. Where it's like, oh, I've just watched that. Is that the same thing? I really yeah. I enjoyed it. I'll give it a look. And it's it's that 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 got me into it. So I mean, it's it's quite it's, that that's another one. It's got a it's got a special place, but not for necessary for the reason of what was on the screen, just because what yeah. it did. I mean, we'll we'll save it for our inevitable Wind in the Willows podcast, but um, I cannot look at Wind in the Willows in any other format, not the original text, not not even uh, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which I love dearly. Yeah. Um, I can't watch any of them without comparing them to David Jason and Cosgrove Hall's Wind in the Willows. Yeah. That that is He is Mr. Toad to me. Yeah. Like, even, even looking at an image of Mr. Toad from the Disney adaptation, like the voice I hear is David Jason. Like yeah. that's he is Mr. Toad, and and all the other Wind in the Willows adaptations are judged by that one. So who knows? Uh, maybe it's shit though. We just <laughs> I, I've certainly seen Ichabod and Mr. Toad a lot more than I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it might be might be interesting to compare it to that now. Um, but then again, Ichabod and Mr. Toad tells the story of Wind in the Willows in like half an hour, whereas they had a lot more than that. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll we'll give it a look. We'll find out. Stay tuned for that one, listeners. Yeah, sorry, this was the Duckler podcast, but it, that's that's tangentially related because yeah. it's all the same studio, yeah. and that was me just, yeah, me just trying to express, I guess, how high expectations are as an adult looking at this show because you know the quality of the output from the studio, and you add the nostalgia onto the top of that as well. So I totally understand how we've probably uh, not delivered the podcast that listeners would maybe expecting about this one because i'm sure most people will see the title and go oh yes i fucking love that um and what i would say to all of those people is actually have you watched it recently yeah um there's, because there's, if not, there's maybe an official don't. youtube channel yeah, yeah maybe, maybe don't and it's not very often i say that um because you know if, if you have any connection to it go back and watch it maybe you'll still love it yeah. um but maybe it's also not what you remember it's certainly what I remembered, but clearly wasn't quite what you remembered, Mark. Yeah. So, I yeah, don't know, like, you know, we've, I, I we've kind of fallen into the that trap. To it. Yeah. Um, I, I remembered the opening and the closing without so much in the middle. So, I mean, we've fallen into that trap with a number of shows and they have been ruined for us. Thankfully, that wasn't the case with this for me because it, I got what I expected. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's the case for you either, is it? Like, no, as much no. as it's not as good as you remember, it hasn't ruined it. But, you know, it's 
you know, it's, it's almost infamous on this podcast now, but, you know, see the raccoons, for instance, yeah. which has been ruined for life for us. Raggy dolls, <laughs> similar thing. Yeah. You know, so maybe maybe think twice about whether you actually want to revisit this is what we're saying. But look, yeah. it's out there on YouTube. It's going to cost you nothing. Yeah. And it's an official channel. So someone that was involved with this somewhere maybe is going to get there. some coin if you just flick it on. So. Have a, have a look, I guess. And if you don't like it, just leave it playing in the background and at least yes, get those guys get paid. paid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to know what people think. Um, as, as I said, I know a lot of people who loved the show at the time and a lot of people who will think very fondly of it now. So I'd love to know if people have rewatched it or people on the back of what we've said, go back and rewatch it. I'd love to know what they think and what their opinions are. Um, and I would love to know if you know anything about Michael Jackson being in the end credits. <laughs> Or whether that was just <laughs> me having a weird fever dream or whether my schoolyard was just fucking weird. Are the two mutually exclusive? Uh, no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, wh- whatever your thoughts are, please get in touch. Let us know um, on Twitter at SMPDPod. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can pick up our previous episodes and other shows as well. Um, on Facebook and YouTube with the Double Done Podcast Network. Wherever you get your podcast from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music, like, share, subscribe, please message best we can, we get back to you. Um, just quickly from me, uh, my favourite vegetarians uh, in the hospital right now having surgery, so I just want to say get well to Petra um, because she may die and then I'll, I'll at least I've done something nice. Um, but yeah, well, hopefully so... she doesn't come back as a vegetarian vampire because as we've discovered, they're assholes. So um, <laughs> yeah, good luck Petra, get well soon, but don't be a vegetarian vampire yeah. is my advice. Yeah. But yeah, so no, hopefully she will, because no, she's one of our regular listeners. So if, if we lose her, we're down to like two. So, you know. Unless she's a vet. Oh, no, vegetarian vampires wouldn't say her anymore, would they? Yeah. So, yeah, don't want to lose her. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so get well soon. Thoughts uh, and prayers and all that. Yeah. Um, but until next time. Good night out there, whatever you are. Ducula. Count Ducula. Count Ducula.